three golf tragics. We're, we're weekend packers and, and we love that's the right. game of golf. And I, I think oh, that's I showed that, you guys that on the weekend. Yes, 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 you did. We'll, we'll get to that shortly. I, I just, uh, Good evening, punters, and welcome back to another installment of the Tuesday Night Live Chats with Golf Days Australia. Uh, Nate, how are you this evening, mate? Good, mate. I'm feeling good. Handing you the reins this week to drive the show. I'm, I'm excited about tonight's one and, um, yeah, I'm feeling good. Sit back, relax and enjoy. And I know you've got a couple of cues for uh, for tonight. So, yeah, yep. looking forward to getting stuck into it. But uh, a couple of housekeeping pieces to kick us off. Uh, if you want to make any comments, make sure you've clicked on the link uh, that's posted in the comments as well. But click on the link so that we can show your, uh, your profile photo and your name on screen when uh, when we put it up for for asking jazz bit of a sponsor shout out as well so thank you to dint putters for your support and also to cobra puma golf as well uh, it's been great having you guys on board and sponsoring the the podcast and sponsoring what we're doing with golf days australia it's been yeah exciting to to have you guys on board but uh Getting into it a little bit, uh, we've got a, a, a bit of a, an announcement coming through tonight's live chat. Nate, give us a bit of detail. Yeah, yeah, a uh, new sponsor that's uh, coming on board. So we're going to give some information about that later on in the chat. Uh, or if you're listening, uh, you're watching live on Facebook or listening to the podcast when it comes out on Thursday, uh, we're going to give some information about how you can get a, a $200 voucher. Uh, for, for, for the online shop of, of our new sponsor. So it's golf related. I think it's going to be very, very relevant to a, a few people at the moment that might be stuck in their houses and not able to get out to, you know, play at their local course or whatever. So there's a few hints there. But yeah, stay tuned for that one. Pretty exciting. Yeah, details to come through tonight's chat. But let's get into it then. Uh, now we have an awesome one coming tonight. Uh, something a little bit different for our members out there. Now, this person's boasting 30K uh, Instagram followers, almost 40K uh, social media followers in total. She's an ALPG tour player, uh, a businesswoman extraordinaire with Golfer Girl. Jasmine Finlay joins us tonight. And g'day, Jazz. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, doing well. How is uh, the sunny Queensland going? Bloody beautiful. <laughs> yeah, a few people would complain about uh, where they are in the world, but uh, Queensland yeah. tends to be beautiful it's, quite often. It's a good place to be at the moment, I think. It, it could be it could be much worse spots than being in Queensland, especially with today's climate. Yeah, yeah. we're definitely lucky. Good, good. But uh, thanks for, for jumping in tonight. So we caught up uh, a couple of weeks ago and, and thought about uh, getting you on for a bit of an interview. But, yeah, thanks for taking the time to join us tonight. I know, I'm so excited. I'm actually a little bit nervous. <laughs> no, oh, you're looking pro. You, that set up behind you. Look at it. Oh, isn't it beautiful? I'm loving it. How long Very did special. you work on that one? Actually, this has already been set up, but I kind of added the the flag and a couple of yeah. stickers a few nice. clients gave me. Yeah. I like it. It's perfect. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Nate's just got the black backdrop. We've got some stuff happening. He's got to lift his game, I think. It's the rose <laughs> between two thorns here. Look at it. <laughs> Oh, very good. Um, cool. Well, let, let's get into the chat tonight then. So uh, a bit of a just a, a kickstarter. Where, where did you grow up? Um, mostly around Brizzy and the Gold Coast. Um, my roots are from Gundawindi. Um, yeah, good old yeah, Queensland. And, and how did um, how did you get into golf? What, what was your influence? 
Um, my old man actually, Brett, he um he got me into it. I um I was actually training uh for the Olympics for swimming and it got to the point where I was just over it and my heart wasn't into it anymore and mum and dad said to me, like, Well, what do you what do you want to get into? And dad had always kind of shown me the ropes and built me a little net and probably had a little set of sticks as a kid as well and taught me some swings, if you will, and um yeah, he got me into it. Yeah, nice. So what what age were you at that stage when you had to sort of give swimming the flick, uh, Olympic swimming the flick? Uh, yeah. and get um, I think I was 12. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty young to to sort of, you know, change, change tact a little bit. But, oh, uh, man, I was so nervous asking mum and dad if I could quit swimming, hey, because they put so <laughs> much effort and dedication in getting up at like 4 a.m. in winter. Yeah, all those early mornings. You know, yeah, <laughs> lots of training. It's a tough tough sport to push through as a, as a young kid and a teenager. It's an early mornings, yeah. That, I, I couldn't think of anything worse, to be honest. Mate, it used to be like two, three Ks in the morning, again in the afternoon, competitions on the weekends, and it's not a social sport like golf, so... So and I'm can a social swim, person. <laughs> can swim. Yeah. How competitive were you? Um, I went to nationals. Um, I broke, you know, Susie O'Neill. I broke a couple of her records back in the day. I've heard of her before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or Madam Butterfly. So, Madam. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Very good. So golf was the decision then afterwards, and and what what drove you sort of to make that decision? Was it just that swimming just wasn't ideal for you, and and you just thought oh, I need something else to get into? Yeah, look, I think as a young kid, the social aspect with swimming was pretty much non-existent um, and I'm a bit of a chatty, extroverted sort of person and I think I needed something to, to suit me and, yeah, I found my happy place, which is good. Happy place it is. So <laughs> getting into into the golf side of things then, so you, you progressed uh, in, in your early teens um, you became competitive. When did your amateur career sort of start to take off? I think when I was 15, I realised that, you know, after winning a few things um, that I wanted to take it a bit further and I practice harder and management and uh, mental training, everything. And then when I was 18, I was top 20 in Australia. Um, I was getting looked at, at teams for teams in, in Queensland and Australia. Um yeah, I enjoyed the travelling in the beginning, um, but towards the end it just became quite a lot. Yeah, and, and so you've you've taken out, what, the Brisbane Amateur um, and a few other Brisbane tournaments or regional tournaments. Um, yeah. Give us a rundown on your uh, career to date in that in that space. Um, so I won Brisbane Amateur, came second in Tassie Amateur. Um, I pretty much finished top ten most tournaments. Um, but yeah, just didn't have the heart to commit and and travel and living out of a suitcase. It was hotel, airport, golf, repeat, um, and it just wasn't for me. So what what would you have said to yourself if you could go and back and talk to you know sixteen year old Jasmine? What would you what would you say to yourself preparing for those next few years? To stick Do you regret at it? it? Um. <laughs> A little bit, like I can't, I can't bring myself to watch the LPGA or anything like that. I get a little bit, right. you know, I could be there. Um, but like I said, I'm, I'm in my happy place now. But if I was to talk to myself back then, I just would have said, just nut it out, like keep going. You know, it's 
probably going to be beneficial in the long run, you know. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy. Not so much regrets, but lessons, lessons learned. Yeah, okay. And did you have, like, how did that decision get made that all right i'm stopping to play and and was it a was it a slow thing or did you just wake up one morning go that's it i'm done i think it was a gradual thing um i did get distracted i wanted to travel more and do a bit of soul searching and um i guess party a little bit (laughs) um yeah for sure yeah i think it was a maturity thing as well and unfortunately even having that chat with myself then um, I just don't think it really would have sunk in. Um, but, yeah, maturity takes time. I know so many players that were amazing and did the same thing as me, you know, couldn't couldn't commit to all the, the dedication involved. Yeah, and I think we see that across the board in all sports. So like I was saying before, how hard it is as a teenager to commit to those kind of things. But as soon as you turn 18, it, it's uh, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of temptations out there. There's a lot of exciting things with the world to to get, and you probably feel like a lot of kids feel like they're missing out on on that best years of their life, I guess, by yeah. focusing on a sport so much. And uh, I guess as soon as it turns into a, a not a hobby, or you know, it turns into something that doesn't feel like a a fun and a hobby, that it's hard to keep going with it. Yeah, it felt like work towards the end, and it wasn't right. enjoyable. So and and so you won't watch, you still won't watch the LPGA. Oh look, you know if it's on, um, if it's on at my dad's house, I'd probably give it a sniff. But uh, yep. Do you, do you keep long. up to date with it? Like, do you just kind of see who's won, like Scottish Open on the weekend? Do you do you even care? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> what about the boys? Do you, what about the boys golf? Do you follow the PGA? Yeah, a little bit. I, I like watching the majors more than anything. I've got to get this question out now. What do you think of Bryson? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Yep, yep. All right. Um, so this year you've earned your ALPG card early this year, January? Yes. So yes. tell us about that. Um, Obviously you well, decided to decision- jump back in. The decision was made over a Christmas ham. Um, I was playing really, really. Yeah. <laughs> I was um, playing really, really well, and then all of a sudden, leading up to the event, actually at my home club, um, I got the shanks. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know where it came from. I was super gutted. I even went and saw my coach, Mark Gibson, and he sorted me out. But as soon as I, as soon as I was out there. Um, yeah, nerves got the best of me. Mm. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> I, think all, we, tough. I think we, I really... we, we obviously oh, I... know what shanking is like, but uh, oh. not, un- not under those conditions. <laughs> Never had them in my life before, and I was just baffled. I'm like, where the hell did these come from? But, look, when I played, I was so out of my element. I felt it. Um, you can do all the meditation in the world to, like, deal with the the nerves but I felt like my heart was in my throat for like the first seven holes and being at my home club I felt like there was a bit of expectation as well but to be honest I'm stoked that I did it um you know I think with my business golfer girl and then having ALPG behind my name as well um you know people take me a little bit more seriously as well yeah yeah so I want to I want to talk about the shanks 
Oh, no. <laughs> how, how, no, well, so this happened, this just came into when you played the tournament or did you have it warming up? Like, It's like as soon as I practised. I, I swear right. it was like a jinx. It's like I shouldn't have practised and I should have just gone in strong. But I was practising probably more than I ever have and, yeah, I don't, I don't know where they came from. And are they happening one after the other or are they happening one every 15 shots or...? Um, yeah, like I would load up a six iron and hosel that thing and then <laughs> I would oh. load up again and I'd get like the, the local pros at, at Windaroo to have a look and, you know, they would tell me what was going on and I'm like, okay, that feels really rank but I'll go with it and yeah, I couldn't mm. shake them. But luckily when the tournament happened, um, I think I probably had one, which I was pretty okay. stoked about. Yep. Um but yeah, not not my um, not my best hour. <laughs> yeah, so I guess it's a, a worrying sign. I, I, I don't think there's oh, anything worse. They really talk about pros you. getting the yips and getting the shanks and oh. everything else, and I just think yeah, that that mental battle that then happens after that, um, and and worrying about struggle. everything else, it just domino yeah. effects and yeah, it just keeps definitely. Going. So this year's a bit of a write-off then in terms of you know, the, the pandemic that we're going through and we don't like yeah. to talk about it too much, but um, it's pretty real and especially um, in the game you're in as well, uh, both yeah. on the course but also off the course. But what, what's the plan for you golf-wise? Is it becoming any clearer at the moment for you? Look, I think I'm really focused on Golfer Girl. It's my baby. Um, at the moment, as you say, the pandemic, it's really hard with events, especially around Australia. Queensland's yeah. still happening. Um, but, yeah, Golfer Girl all the way is my focus. Let, let's let's get into Golfer Girl then. So, yeah. as I said before, you're almost 40K followers on social media, which is huge. Um, give us a bit of an insight uh, for the guys and girls out there that don't necessarily know what Golfer Girl is. But, um, you know, what is Golfer Girl and, and how did it come about? So Golfer Girl is Australia's most talented female golfers. Um, if anyone's having a charity corporate day, anything golf related really, um, contact Golfer Girl and um, we'll hook you up with, with all the talent. Um, how did it come about? Um, actually, Mark Gibson, my coach, he um, hit me up one day to fill in for a chick that he'd normally use for a golf day down at Royal Pines and... Um, I went and did it and I thought to myself after the event, I'm like, I could make a business out of this. And then yeah, right. from there it was born. Yep. And uh, I think you said to us a little bit off air, you, you'd worked quite hard um, behind the scenes to to get it up and running um, up to four jobs at one stage. Just sort of yes, I had four level. jobs, pay for the hex step through PGAIGI and um, get all my marketing and, and the exposure out there and, and you know, my brand and clothes and yep. get it all done. Yeah, wow. So, so how, how, old were you? Yeah. how old were you when you started it? Um, I think I was 20, 2021, 20, yeah. And right. so to tell everyone what, what services, what, what does Golfer Girl provide? So Golfer Girls who can play. Yep. Um, and then we attend corporate days, charity days. We do a lot of charity days. Um, you know, if, if a group rolls up, we pitch them, hey, guys, we're doing uh, raising money for a charity day, um, you know, 40 bucks for a group, hit a shot, we've got the tunes going, have a couple of froffies, have a good chin wag with everyone and 
it's just a good time. Yeah, like I said, my happy place should be all about yeah, happy place. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. On the on the charity side of things, so you you do a charity day yourself. Give us a bit of insight into that charity day. I do, I do. Um, one of my greatest passions is the Pancare Foundation. We raise money for pancreatic cancer. Um, I lost my mother three years ago to pancreas cancer, and she was my inspiration to raise more awareness and and money for mm. the foundation. Yeah. And how, how have those events been going? You've been raising much money through those events? Yeah, look, I did it. I said to myself, I'll probably do it every two years because it's it's quite demanding. It's, you have to be super organised, you know, donations, getting the people. But um, my first uh, charity event with Pancare Foundation for Mum was 2018 and we raised yep. 15 grand, which was amazing. Yeah, wow, cool. Um, and had so much support which was really, really cool. Um, we we're planning on doing one this year. However, we did a, um, a small one here at the home club, just like a, a nine-hole event and sell some wristbands and get some donations and raffle tickets and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's, well, that's awesome. So COVID, I guess, isn't great for Golfer Girl. No. Look, we've had a, a handful of events already prior to it all going down. Um, we've got a few more coming up in Queensland. Um, but yeah, there's not much we can do just due to the, the rulings and, you know, the distancing and, and all that sort of stuff as well. Yeah. It's a bit difficult, isn't it? But I suppose yes. the question there is what's next for Golfer Girl? Look, I'm really interested in doing golf tours. Um, my fan base, bring them over here, you know, hosting them, um, coaching them, traveling around with them, get on the beers with them after, um, a lot of merchandise, get some stubby coolers, all that sort of stuff. Um, more so working on uh, a social media platform, Patreon, um, wanting to do online coaching as well and extras for anyone who wants to subscribe. Yeah, right. Yeah. Cool. Love it. Um, uh, and so you do merchandise as well. You've got the calendars. And tell me about these clear grips. Oh my gosh, they're the best, honestly. I um, There's two pickies you can choose from. Um, <laughs> and you can also buy the grips um, from me as well. And so they're a clear website, grip yeah. with the photo on the inside yeah. of the grip. Yeah, they're so easy to do. Um, just put a sticker around the shaft yeah. and get some hairspray yeah. and then get your air compressor out and slide the, the bugger on. <laughs> that easy. There you go. Easy and the calendars time. are still selling well in, uh, what are we, in August? <laughs> no, I've got to remove them off my website. But, hey, look, I sold a couple in June. There's a few late bloomers. so. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's a couple of months in the other side of uh, 2021 and um, yeah. people probably want something uh, good to remember out of 2020. So <laughs> probably right. grab one. And you're, <laughs> um, you're doing some stuff with Birds of Condor as well. I am, yes. I'm their Australian ambassador. Yeah, and awesome. So, so, tell tell our guys, what, yeah, who is Birds of Condor and, and what do they do? Because they, they help us out with the group as well. They sponsor our GDA tour or the tipping. One tipping. of the two. I'll get in trouble tipping for that one, the yeah. tipping. There you go. Yep. Yes, I did notice. Um, so Birds of Condor are an amazing apparel for men and women. They are based in Byron Bay, so it's super Super cool to be representing a local brand, um, Frankie and Zoe, they're, they're just the bomb.com. Um, so, yeah, I, I love being a part of them and I love how different it is. And yeah, so it's clothing. Aspect. 
yeah bringing a new aspect to the to the yeah definitely definitely the the female stuff's a bit outlandish you get a few looks but you know you know, that's, that's it, it is what it how is. it should be it's done. Like, if it's a bar and bay, so yeah. well, all you have to come from bar and bay and everyone goes, oh, right, okay. Yeah, we know who you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so Birds of Condor, you've teamed up with as well, but your social media following is pretty impressive. Um, how, how have you built that? Is it it's something that you've put plenty of time into to building that, that social media following? Um, I've got to say thank you to Rick Shields. Uh, we did a, a vlog a few years back now, and um, he's a bloody legend. Absolutely love that guy. Would love to shoot with him again. Um, I watched some of those videos. And I'm like, oh Lord, I had no idea about how to handle myself behind a camera at that point. So bit, bit cringe. I did. I did there. catch that video on YouTube. Oh. I think it was around 2015. Yeah, 2015. Yeah. I think Steve really? was going to ask about it a bit later on. <laughs> Uh, it's a bit cringeworthy. It's a bit cringeworthy for me, especially reading some of the comments, which, you know, kind of had to go along with it. But, um, yeah, I have to say thank you to him. Um, from that video, um, Cobra Puma started sponsoring me and I was their Australian ambassador as well for five years. Yeah, awesome. What was it like um, having a, a round with Rick Shields? Pre-beard. He's <laughs> freshly shaven. <laughs> yeah, he's... Yeah, just a lovely guy, um, cruisy as, yeah, very insightful, gave me a few pointers whilst we were out there and um, we had to get off the golf course as quick as possible. The buggy boy come over to, to collect the buggy back. So, yeah, it was a bit <laughs> of a shame that it ended so quickly, but, um, yeah, no, he's a legend. So Rick didn't pull out the you don't know who I am, do you? Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I actually had someone, like, call out in, in one of my videos calling out golf or girl from across the fairway. I was like, woo, fan base, loving it. Yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, I was going to bring that that one up, but yeah, obviously you've covered that up. But... <laughs> bring, bring it a, a back down, I suppose, to golf in general. What do you think the impact the, the game has had on you as a person and, and you professionally? I love golf for how, you know, if you have a bad day, a bad shot, um, you know, it's, it's just, it's just like everyday life, you know, if something bad happens, someone cuts you off, you know, it's, it's taught me how to change my mindset around that. So instead of, you know, cracking it or dummy spitting and you know, just like, all right, whatever, I had a bad day or all mate must be having a bad day. You're not going to let that affect me. So yeah. I, I kind of like that. It's taught me patience and, you know, it's okay to have a bad day and, and, you know, still, still try to go out strong. Bit of perseverance and patience. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, I love that. We, we've got a, a few questions, I think, coming through oh, from this. Okay. So, actually, Nate, did you want to throw one in there while I'm? I, uh, I just, searching? I was just interested. You said there was a few weird comments on the YouTube videos. No, I, I haven't looked at it, but I'm, I'm sure you do get a few weirdos that come through, uh, like you know, through social media and stuff. Have you? How have you found it as as a, a female coming through this industry and trying to you know push golf a girl through what I, I guess it is a male dominated industry which golf is. So how, how's that experience been for you? And I'm guessing you've had some kind of tough times with certain situations. Look, there's there's the old trolls and and the the, the keyboard warriors, but yep. I think if you know what you're getting yourself into, you have to be prepared for the douches in the social media world. Um, there's been some interesting uh, 
recommendations from people over social media. I won't go into that. Yep. Um, I also get a, um, a lot of professional jealousy from men, which I find quite interesting. Yep. Um, yeah, look, it's water off a duck's back if they're going to be those sorts of people that I, I don't have time for it, you know. Brush it off, whatever. Say it to my yeah, face. Yeah, I think, I think that's something that... <laughs> you learn to do. I don't think that happens in like, you know, instantly when you're you're in that situation. I think that's something that Yeah, after- look, it was really hard in in the beginning. I actually did find myself getting affected. Yeah. Um but you, you just you just you learn. You learn to deal with them. It's not to engage, you know, just moving forward. You must oh, have you some Sorry, crazy no, no. requests come through. Um yeah can I even say it? <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I, get, I get a few um send me send me photos of your feet kind of people yeah right yeah, yeah right some weirdos wow. out there yeah. yep it's not and you stay, with the top 10 mate you stay making offer how much yeah <laughs> oh. well, um, to, to pump to pump you back up we've got a few comments uh, that have come through um we've got one here and for, for this user, I'm trying to have a look at who it is. So Karen Elmers uh, it was. So lucky to play golf with you regularly. So grateful for your tips and lessons. You're an amazing person and awesome to watch hit a ball. Love you, Jazzy. Oh, I love Kenny. I love her. She's beautiful. <laughs> she's, um, one of our, she's one of our local chickies I play golf with on a Thursday. Yeah, nice. And we've got Matt Lambert, uh, long-time fan, first-time caller. Thanks for that. It's a good one. I love it. Uh, can you rebuild my game? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen his videos too. They do need a bit of work, mate, just saying. <laughs> uh, and one here from Kathy Geary, you're an inspiration with your can-do attitude. Huge to believe in yourself. So that's pretty cool. Oh, that's um, lovely. Thanks, Kathy. You've definitely got to do that last one that's coming from Peter. Where is it? Where is it? I'm trying to see it. There it is. So how oh, bad is it when your chopper of a fiance beat oh, you off the gosh. stick? <laughs> Tell us about that one. He's out in the lounge room too. He's out in the lounge room. So did he, did, oh, he get, did he get you off the stick, did he? A few times. A few times. I should have just said once when I say a few times, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the coach, if you know what I mean. Right. So how do, how does that go down on the course? Like, do you do you play with each other on the course regularly? We do, we do. There's been a few moments where I've had to have a bit of a serious chat with him because you know his anger management and whatnot. I can't <laughs> can't deal with that. Um, but no, we do. We're a good partnership. We're a good team. And so yeah, you said good. you play Thursdays. Is that so? Do you play comp golf for your local? Yeah, so my local is Windrew Lakes Golf Club, which just got nominated Best Golf Course in Queensland, actually. So, um, yeah, I try to get out there as much as I can. Um, yeah, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and then we have, uh, like, a nine-hole buzz, which is pretty cool as well every afternoon. What are you playing off there, if you don't mind me asking? I was playing off two. Um, kind of had a bit of a blowout over the COVID times. I'm going to blame oh, that on the that's line. That's a blowout. Yeah, a blowout. Yeah, I've had a blowout, blowout. to four. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're have you choppers, played mate. there before? We no, choppers. I haven't. I've, I've played a lot of courses up that way, but I have not played there. So I'd love to get there once COVID's all done. Yeah, I was just about to say, come over for a bash. Yeah, for we sure, need to get definitely. across that border. 
I'm sure um, with the Golf Girl tours that you're wanting to do, I'm sure I Golf know. Days Australia, Golf Girl yes. tours. Uh, we'll put see that things on the list. There. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple of random questions for you. Nate, uh, he got a question in a little bit earlier about his favourite golfer and asked you what your thoughts were of Beefcake Bryce and DeChambeau. Uh, have you got a favourite golfer? Ernie Els, the Big E. The Big love, Easy. What a great answer. Oh, oh, I love his one. swing. It's just so pure and so it's graceful, but so much strength. Love Did you get it. down to, um, to to the President's Cup? Pardon? Did you get down to the President's Cup late last year where he was no. down there? No, oh. I was probably working. <laughs> I, he soaked up the crowd. It was great. He soaked up the crowd. It was brilliant. I got <laughs> to at the Australian Open because he played the Australian Open and, and when oh, I was yeah. doing some media stuff there, I got to stand behind him on the range from, you know, two metres, three metres behind him and just watch his swing and film his swing for like half an hour. I could have stayed there all day. It's so, so good to watch. And there's a video that's gone kind of uh, semi-viral at the moment and it's I think it's Fred Couples swing or Ernie Earl swing, Ernie's Fred Couple swing, and then VJ Singh swing, and it's just like they're three of the best, easiest swings you'll ever see. And it's uh, you could watch them all day. I love that Smooth dance with Ernie. Yeah, that A um, couple other questions. Best shot you've ever hit? Have you had a hole in one, Jazz? I've had Ooh, three. 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 Had three. Get out of town. Have shot you regulation size holes, or were they big <laughs> holes? Like, so this oh, is a, my God. This is I was big... waiting for a bit of banter. I was yeah, waiting for this it. Is a, this is a big um, of me. I love it. <laughs> no, I've had, I've had a few. I've had one here at my home club on the 15th, 17th hole at Brookwater, and Ooh. I think it's the fifth gold tease at Royal Pines. Nice. Very you good. guys haven't people. had any by the sounds of things? No. Uh, no. Oh, a shame. No. No, not yet. No. We won't go there. <laughs> We had, we had one actually, there, was, there was one mentioned the other the other month, Nate, your your mate that almost had a hole in one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, almost hit the, the one that hit, went into the, the pool noodle that was in there for COVID and bounced out like on the yeah. pool. So you'd have to be filthy about that. But um it, it's coming seventeenth uh, at Brookwater. That's a that's a hell of a way to yeah. finish a round at Brookwater. Off the men's too. Oh. Three. Very good. <laughs> so that would that be your best shot hit then? Yeah, well, yeah. What one of your yeah? You, what's one of your best shots you've played? It might have been to win a tourney. Um, memorable. I'm probably going to have to go with the Holland one at Brookwater because it was actually the beginning of a corporate day, and one of the dudes that was in the the first group steps up and he's put it to like a foot, and I'm like, "You're kidding me!" Like I got to contend with that. that. Yeah. And I said to myself in my head, I'm like, oh, I've got to get a hole in one to beat this bloody bloke. So, yeah, <laughs> bend it. Out. Yeah. Did everyone go nuts? Oh, mate, one of the other guys I actually know from school when I leapt into his his arms and, yeah, I, I wasn't far off skinny dipping into the bloody lake. <laughs> Brookwater would have never seen anything like it. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, on what I'm going to do when I get in... a hole in one. <laughs> I'll find the nearest lake. I want to see a video of that. So right, don't worry. Yeah, it'll, it'll, don't. Be, no, it'll don't. go viral. Don't no, worry. Not happening. Um, on, on the course, any superstitions or, or routines? Uh, no, not really. I'm pretty casual about it out there. I, I don't like spending too much time hanging over the ball. I don't know how. Remember how Sergio Garcia used to do this thing for like ages? Yeah, oh, my gosh. It used to yeah. drive me mad. Just couldn't pull the trigger. Um, 
Yeah, I like to just get in there and hit it. No, no wasted time. I've got my routine down to 16 seconds flat. That's awesome because um, we recorded yeah. our, our podcast that's coming out tonight and, and last night we recorded and we talked about slow play a bit because they had a massive issue in the LPGA at the Scottish Open on the weekend. Yes, I did it. hear and that. It, I did and hear there's, that. There's, there's nothing worse and, and we, we talk about it a lot and, and you know, it, there is nothing worse. So I think that's great that, that you're a fast player because yeah. I think it can only help the game. I think it's just playing with the boys, to be honest with you. Keeps you fast. Uh, a bit of pressure, just get up there, hit it, let's go. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want to hear oh, it's the lady slowing us down again sort of thing, so. Right. Yes. <laughs> I'm going with it anyway. you got to put up with that? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, uh, I know there's going to be another question, but I, I, I wanted to jump back to the P, it was PGA, IGA, what was it? PGA, IGI, so it's IGI. a golf academy. Yep. Yeah, so it's a golf academy. I do believe they have one in New South now and one here at Sanctuary Cove. Um, so, yeah, it's a, a golf academy. So you can study any part of the golfing industry, even hospitality, um, golf course designing, um, groundskeeper, and you can also do your three do three years and you get your card, your PGA card as well. Um, if you do one year, you get your sport diploma. But... It's really awesome. You get to go out and play like every Monday with the whole crew of PGA IGI, even the lecturers, and there's some pretty amazing people that come in to, to do the lectures, and it's just, just fun to, to hang out with everyone who's, you know, on the same page. Yeah, I think I've looked it up before. So what, what course were you doing there? Um, Sanctuary Cove. And, and what was the certificate or the, the qualification? A diploma in sport. Diploma in sport. And so yeah. what, what did that end up costing you and did you have to have did you have to meet a criteria to get into that um I believe we did have to meet some sort of criteria I think it's just interest in the industry full stop um do you have to be able to hit a ball I think so I'm not really sure I'm assuming so most of the people who were there when I was there could all play to to you know a reasonable handicap um and there were some guns out there as well like those there's some guys there that were you know, a little bit older and not interested in doing, you know, the senior tour, but wanted to, you know, have some more info on their resume for, for more work opportunities as well within the industry. And you enjoyed it? I loved it. It was really cool. Um, I got to meet lots of lovely people and still in contact with them. Actually, one of my lecturers is one of my good golfer girl clients as well. So that's really cool to be in touch awesome. that way. Yeah. yeah midlife crisis scene at the moment i'm just trying to think about it i think that'd be a pretty cool thing to, to create <laughs> midlife into. crisis you're kidding yourself <laughs> well, you never know you never know you've got to be prepared for these things you don't know when they're going to sneak up on you so <laughs> yeah this is true this is true it's always a good backup plan um and getting into yeah a few months ago obviously we got hit by covid and you know queensland's not been hit as much uh, i suppose from a restrictions perspective but do you have a home setup at all um, I've only got a chipping net from Golf Gods, actually. They sent me one out, so that's pretty cool. Um, but I live on my home club, so... Oh, right. Don't need yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> could just walk out the backyard for a, for a bash. How long have you been living there for? Um, four years now, but... Uh, well, my home, four years, but I lived on, the, on, on another hole. Um, nearly said it. <laughs> lived there for since I was 13. Mum and dad moved there 
purely for me to be able to practice all day, every day, because I did homeschooling for high school. Yeah, wow. That's yeah. Uh, that's awesome to have, have that have that luxury yeah. of yeah, residing on a course, being able to walk out, have a hit. Yeah. Uh, certainly helps. Well, you, you obviously couldn't live at the swimming pool when you were swimming, so <laughs> it's a lot, lot easier on a golf course. Definitely, definitely. No, I def- a very, very lucky girl, that's for sure. Do we want to quickly transition that into telling our viewers about our quick promo for tonight? Is that all right? So Get into it, mate. We're, you know, talking about our home setups and everything else, and a lot of people have their own home setups at, at home, whether it be a, a, a net that they throw up or a blanket or a sheet. But um, HT Trans come on board with us. So he he runs the Net Return Australia, so the netreturn.com.au. Um, he, he sells the Net Return, which is a, a fantastic option if you're looking for a net in your backyard or in your shed or whatever else. Um, there's a few different options there as well. So we're going to introduce him to the group and 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 supporting us by giving away a, a $200 voucher to use in his un- online shop. And he, he's got a, a heap of different things that you can uh, that you can buy in there on his online shop on the netreturn.com.au. So what you have to do, it's very simple. This one, all you're going to have to do is go and find his Facebook page. The Net Return Australia is what it's called. Go in there and like his page and on his last post that he's made, he's got a set up there and there's a photo of the net return um, inside a, a garage that's there. You just have to go in there and comment and tag Golf Days Australia in there and tag one of your mates in there that, that would maybe like a net at their house. So it's very easy. The net return Australia, go find their page on Facebook, go and find their last post uh, we'll write a little thing on their post so you know it's that one. Um, tag us in there so we know you've done it and also tag a mate. And he's going to give away a $200 voucher. And then we're going to look at doing some things with HT where he's going to give some promo deals for, for Victorians that are affected by COVID and can't get out and play and also uh, a Father's Day deal coming up as well. So some exciting things there. Thank you to HT. He'll help you out with uh, any kind of home setup. So exciting, exciting to work with him and we've been talking about it a while. So I've got my uh, setup here, which is pretty dodgy now that I look at it and I'm, I'm looking to get a net return at the moment. So hopefully HT is going to look after us. Get onto it, guys. Net return Australia. Go uh, go find go that find post. Page. Tag us in it. Yeah. Tag a mate. And yep, uh, being the chance to win a two hundred dollar voucher from him, awesome. Yeah, and we'll we'll randomly draw that um, next week. We'll we'll probably do it on uh, the Monday, the Monday night after uh, this week's uh, Northern Trust. So mm. when we when we record the podcast, podcast, we'll, we'll, we'll pick a random person out of that, and we'll just random generate it. Easy as that. Love it. Um, we've had a couple of more comments that have come through here, and I, I think there's a couple of little ones in here that will stitch up, not necessarily you, but uh, other people that are in there. So Brett Finlay, Dad's got Dad's had one at Windy. I think he's referring to a hole-in-one. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I'm not sure if it counts, though. It was a temporary um, first hole. Oh. No, 10th hole. Nah, jokes, <laughs> jokes. It counted. <laughs> he hadn't had one for, like, 35 years. You should have seen it. Do, oh. Would it count? Do you, do you think if you got a hole in one at a par three course, it would count, Jasmine? Yes. It would. <laughs> I see what you did there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks for having my back, Jazz. I love it. Uh, and then there's Into another a big one hole. here. Okay. That's, um, we might go there. Uh, Bernie uh, Sheehan. Not fair okay. when she hits on 100 past Brett Finlay. Brett Finlay. <laughs> <laughs> oh Bernie, oh god. I play I played golf with him was it last last Wednesday, last Friday? Yeah, I was smashing it. I'm hitting it really long at the moment. Thanks, Bernie. <laughs> 
Uh, and probably one more in here that I'll share, and that's from uh, that's from Bernie as well. So my daughter's favourite golfer is Jasmine. Woohoo! Ah, uh, uh, it's the up and coming golfer girl. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, love it. So uh, maybe a quick question on on golfer girl then. Uh, who's part of your team? How many have you got in the team at the moment? Look, I've got probably roughly uh, 40 golfer girls that I can get in contact with. It Sometimes it can be hard because the girls are either touring or got their own businesses going within the golfing industry, but we always make it happen. I've got some amazing girls working for me. So, yeah, looking for more girls. you got a couple of big guns too um, yes. as well. Shout yes. them out. Um, so we've got a, an event coming up actually at Kapira for the Variety Children's Charity and we've got Man Montana Strauss and Becky Kay doing the golf day. So yeah, super excited cool. for those girls to to be finally a part of the golf girl team and to utilise their talents because they are the guns in Australia at the moment. Absolutely brilliant. I love it. That's good. I'm looking forward to seeing some more footage of, of events getting underway. It's This time has just been atrocious oh. and it's annoying Awful. the crap out of me. I feel for the Victorians. Sorry, guys you, and girls down there that uh, aren't really able to get out and do much at all. And the eight o'clock curfew is, uh, you know, doing their heads in really. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm happy that we can at least get out and give some content for for our viewers down south of the border. Um, well, look, Jazz, thanks for joining us. It's been absolutely amazing to have a chat with you and get to know. You know, the, the Jasmine Finlay inside Golf for Girl and, you know, get to know the background behind yourself and, and understand, you know, your prowess in the in the golfing industry and not just the, the Golf for Girl face but also um, inspirational in, in terms of what you're doing with the golfing, golfing industry with Golf for Girl. So thank you very, very much for, for joining us this evening. Thank you so much for having me, guys. It's been a blast. No drivers at all. It's been awesome. Yeah, it's been great to hear about your journey and um, hopefully we can get you back on soon and, and uh, talk some more golf. We'd love to. We'd love awesome. to. Awesome. Great. All right, guys. Well, I think that's a bit of a wrap. Jazz, hang about for, hang, hang about for a sec. We'll, uh, we'll bring you back in after we finish up. <laughs> How was that, Nate? What do you reckon? Yeah, awesome, mate. Um, it, it's just, yeah, like I said, great to hear the story behind Golfer Girl and, and her journey and, and you know, I guess people just take Golfer Girl for what it is at the face and, you know, to find out about Jasmine's story and, and yeah. where she's come from and, and growing up through the game. It's um, pretty cool to see where she's got and she should be pretty proud to, to you know, be where she is at the moment and what she's grown. Yeah, we got another comment Brett. come in there from uh, old man, Brett, proud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With yeah, a few Ds in there. Yeah, yep. as he should be, mate. Um, well, that was a, a great chat. Again, back on Tuesday nights, we had had to, to get a, a Sunday night one done a, a week or so ago. So, uh, yeah, back into the Tuesday nights now and, uh, yeah, loving it. And it's been great to have the reins this week, Nate, but I'm I'm glad to hand the reins back over to you next week for the uh, live chats. Yeah, no dramas. We'll, we'll announce to some people uh, pretty soon about our next few interviews that we're going to have so that people can get planned and, and see who's coming up. But we've got some exciting ones coming up, so stay tuned for that. Um, again, the net return, go and jump on to, to the Facebook page now. Go and, go and like his post, uh, like his page and, and, and comment in that post. Um, like I said, just tag us at Golf Days Australia so that we can see it and also tag, tag a mate that might be interested as well and, and spread the word. 200 bucks, random drawn. You know, you can use it uh, whenever you want. There'll be a code there. So uh, it makes him great. He, you know, he gives away some good stuff on that shop. So definitely go and check it out. 
Quick tip if you missed it before, head over to the Net Return Australia uh, Facebook page, find his latest post and tag us and tag a mate in it. Uh, you'll go in the draw to win 200 bucks, and we'll announce it on our podcast next week. Uh, speaking yep. of podcasts, our latest episode should drop tonight. Uh, it's sitting there in the editing suite and literally just need to do the write-up on it and send it over to you boys for a check before we kick it on out there. Yeah, it was a good uh, one, yeah, Amy's, Amy's last one. So for those on Facebook, uh, hopefully those that are listening to this podcast on Thursday have already listened to it and enjoyed it. But Amy's last one, double par back on, uh, talking about Jim Herman's win, the Scottish Open, a few other controversial things. Um, so, yeah, it was a, it was a great one. Uh, definitely go and check that out. Enjoy it. Okay, guys, well, that's a wrap for a Tuesday night. Uh, enjoy golf, and we'll see you next see Tuesday. Later. Very good. Beautiful. See you, guys. See ya. We're three golf tragics. We're, we're weekend packers, and, and we love that's to right. go to golf. And I, I think oh, that's I showed that. you guys that on the weekend. Yes, 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 <laughs> you did. We'll, we'll get to that shortly. I just, uh, <laughs>